This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So, hey, Justin, how are you in lockdown over there, man? Oh, I love it. Love it. I uh, haven't opened my front door in like three days. That's how serious it is. <laughs> are you? But that's kind of normal for you, isn't it? Oh, totally. Yeah, this is, this is just another day in paradise, man. This is what I do. Yeah, right on. Right on. Well, at least you changed your socks, I'm sure. This time. No, 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 no way. Well, let me ask you a question. How are you? <laughs> how, how are you getting uh, in contact with your like clients? How are you talking to them? Um, WhatsApp, Zoom. Facebook Messenger, text message, phone call, uh, all, all of the above. I mean, it works pretty well. So it, it's business as usual for me. Uh, I'm actually seeing a surge in business, but I mean, that's part of being in the digital marketing space right now. People yeah. don't know how to do it and they need help. So I'm actually, I've actually grown this month, Wow, um, which is Good interesting. For you. But yeah, yeah. Good for you. Well, let me ask you this question. Uh, do you think that that sending like videos directly to your client would be better like if you if you had just some sort of platform let's say that you can send a message like a quick nobody video can message. make up nobody can make a platform like that that's not possible let me tell you something man <laughs> the, the the atom has been broken and and the dna has been desequenced and soon we will overcome all diseases and death and in the meantime so. we have the cmo of the solution what how did you pull that off it's true man <laughs> uh you know what i uh i don't know man it's uh it's uh it's the luck of the marketing geeks it's and that's who things. we are ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i'm Andrew surgeon and i am justin womack and we're the lucky marketing geeks When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Yes, we are. We are still here, locked down, but we're not done, and we're giving you the show, no matter what. Even if, even if, even if my lungs are exploding in blood, I will. I will be on this quite, show. Quite the picture. Thank you. Tell us about our guest, man. Who's our guest? Yeah. So, I mean, in light of the the times, we're moving into this this whole needing to be on video kind of scenario, right? So we're we're lucky that we the timing just worked out on this. 
Uh, but today we're going to be joined by Stephen Passanelli, who is a passionate storyteller by nature who measures success by helping reach people or helping people to reach their full potential. And he happens to serve as the CEO or CMO, the chief marketing officer for BombBomb, which is a company that leverages one uh, leverages video messaging. And we're going to get really deep into that on the show here. But Steve also co-authored the best uh, the best-selling guide to better business communications called Rehumanize Your Business. We'll talk a bit about that today. And prior to leading BombBomb and, and growing that company, he was also a sales manager, vice president of events, and the national speaker for Realtor.com. And he's presented to more than a 1,000 audiences along the way. So we are very lucky to be joined by Steve Passanelli today. Steve, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You guys brought some energy and passion. So I, I, I like that. I can't wait for our conversation. Well, BombBomb, I mean, that's a platform. As a digital marketer, I'm very familiar with your platform. So um, it, it has, it's, it's, in, the, it's in, my, in my sphere. Um, I know people that use BombBomb. I've, I've played with it a little bit. And uh, it's, a, it's a pretty cool idea. So basically, you're able to take videos and put them directly into email, whereas everybody else is using thumbnails and say, click here. Um, click and then you go to your YouTube link or you click, you go to a Vimeo link or click and you're, you're going something like that. But you're kind of, you've kind of bypassed this. You've created a system that's allowing people to get direct access to video. So talk about that. And, and also, um, so BombBomb these days, like how, how big, how big has BombBomb grown over like the past year? Like what, what side of a company are we talking about right now? Uh, we have a hundred, a little over 150 employees right now at BombBomb. When I joined in 2015, we had 36. That's why I was number 36 uh, in 2015. And like, and, and at that point in time, you know, every year it's like video messaging is really going to take off, and it grew. But you know, waiting for that, waiting for that launch. And uh, funny thing is, like, not until recently, and all these happenings that. I mean, the past three weeks have been absolutely insane for people wow. wanting to use video messaging. And so Zoom, everyone you know, knows Zoom and Zoom has taken off and that's great for synchronous communication. But what do you do the other 99% of the time you can't get a synchronous meeting? You can't get face to face or schedule that timeout and you want to be face to face with someone or you want to provide clarity in your messaging. And that's where video messaging comes through, whether you send it through an email, I mean, you can send it through an email, a text message, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, you can send it through other platforms. Uh, but, but in, you know, in general, you just, you don't have to have BombBomb to send video messages. We can go over a freeway, you know, if you want to do that too, I'd rather just promote the practice of exchanging plain typed out text for video because you will be better. If yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, uh, when when you confirmed for the show yesterday, you sent uh, Iris, our producer, a uh, a short little video talking about it, and and that was that was really cool. It was really neat because I got to see your face, you know, the facial expressions. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've sent off just a text or a, or or an email, and someone shoots something back because they think I sound like a dick. Even though it wasn't my intention, you know, but it's like the, for some reason, things sound harsher in email. Uh, uh, it's because people read it in the tone that they currently and in the mood and the attitude that they're currently in. And so when you someone, don't know me. Yeah, yeah. And so when someone reads something, if they just if their wife just yelled at them or their husband just yelled at them or the kids were just bad or something happened in their life and they read your message, they are going to assign a voice and tone to everything that they read. If you don't want to leave it up to the recipient to assign that voice and tone. 
that's where video comes into play. Now, you don't want to use video for every message. There's a time and place, and we can get into that later, when video would be the right medium rather than text-based communication. And there's a time and place when text-based communication is the right medium over video communication. Uh, but yeah, if, if you want to make sure that the message is conveyed exactly the way that you want it, with the empathy, with the tone, with the emotion, then video is the only way. Because someone decided 25 years ago that the way we're going to communicate as business people is going to be through the method that's most devoid of human connection. And that's text-based email, <laughs> yeah. text messages. Uh, which is, which is why yeah. they invented emojis, which is, is the bridge. It's not quite, Correct. it's not quite there yet, but the uh, um, yeah, video does that. And you know, emojis don't communicate sarcasm. I don't know if I can communicate sarcasm on video either though. People, people just don't pick it up. But, uh, <laughs> that's um, another issue. That's another it's a whole other issue, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how did you become CMO of BombBomb? How did that happen? Um, I ran a sales and marketing team uh, for a company called, uh, well, Move and Realtor.com. Uh, which is Rupert Murdoch company and realtor.com is, is if you're not familiar with it, it's a, it's a huge real estate website in North America. Uh, and I did a traveling technology training show. And so we would go from city to city at a 48 city tour. We would go into cities uh, and I would put on an edu sales event where we had the salespeople in the back. I would teach them how to do real stuff that helped them. And then sometimes it would be like, oh, don't want to do this on your own. We'll just go buy that product in the back of the room and we will we will help you out. And so doing that uh, for year after year after year, um, you know, we we're trying to figure out how to generate business the other days of the year, not just the 48 times that we were you know, in a, in a city. So we started running Facebook ads. We started doing other you know, marketing methods. And back in 2011, I don't know, but Facebook ads, I thought they didn't work. I didn't know how to really use them, but it was in the beginning when people just started using Facebook ads and I almost gave up uh, until, and the, the tipping point was until I found BombBomb. I was a customer for four years. I paid for the product for four years. And so while we were home and not traveling into the 48 cities, my sales team would send videos and reach out to people that we met in the cities or the Facebook ads that, you know, for the leads that we were generating there, we closed zero business from those Facebook ads, zero. I didn't, we didn't close a single deal until we started sending videos and people could connect with us, see that they could trust us, see it was a legit person with a legit company and build that layer of trust. And then we started actually selling the $30,000, $40,000 ACV product, you know, over video email. And that's when I became a fanatic. And I used it right and wrong in a lot of ways over the next four years. Um, but I became such a fanatic of, of putting my salespeople first. You are your most valuable asset. If you were in front of more people more often, you would do more business, period. But you can't because time, distance, or technology keeps you apart. And quarantine and, and, and social and distance. Yeah. <laughs> Just an excuse, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, so you were you. So, how did they approach you? Did you approach like what? What was what was the like? What were you doing just before that? Like, how were you paying your bills? And then, how did you make that transition to be CMO? Like, if somebody wanted to become a CMO of a company, how did how did that transition happen? Well, so I mean, I was leading. I was the vice president of events for Realtor.com. So I was leading that sales and marketing team. We did all of our own sales and marketing on that team. And it wasn't. We had a small, like, like Realtor.com is a huge company. Move is a huge company. 
Um, so we had a small little like remote island team where we were responsible for $8 million in, in net new revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sold a SaaS product, you know, or a product that, you know, people would sign up for annually. Um, and so we were responsible for bringing in that $8 million in new revenue. At the time, BombBomb was only doing $2 million of revenue a year. And so they were like, man, you, like, you are, you're using the heck out of our product. You're seeing results. You know how to use it. Like you, you led a sales and marketing wow. team. Why don't you come on over and work with us? We'd like to. What, what, what year was this? That, that was 2015. I started in the beginning of 2015 with okay. them. They offered me the job at the end of two. Now, let me ask you something. You don't have to answer this, but was there a part of you that was like, and Rupert Murdoch is the freaking devil? Yes. <laughs> you don't have to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I would be thinking. I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, uh, so you, you came aboard. Okay. And what was when you came aboard and, and you got this new opportunity? Uh, were they close to you? Did you have to relocate? Like what happened there? No, I I work remotely through video conferencing. Nice. (laughs) Nice. And so, so when you, when you came aboard, uh, you had this new team, like that you were like, uh, Nick Fury, right. And you had to like, get the, get the Avengers to assemble. So how, how was there certain things that you were like, okay, you guys are doing this right. Not doing this right. Like, how did you reshape the team to be more effective? Well, there was only one marketer when I when I got there. And okay. so it was one guy who's probably the smartest guy I've ever met in my entire life, Ethan Butte, um, who is now our chief evangelist. Hmm. Uh, he did all the marketing. And so I, I got there and, and he is a workhorse. He is a doer. He will go and execute on everything. And we were growing. And now now we have 17 members of our marketing team. Um, so, so my responsibility was to build out that team, keep Ethan humming with all the activity and all the production that, that he was doing. And then just sharing, sharing the word. It's, it's really, you know, I, I want to promote the category first before we promote the product, because people still don't see one-to-one video communication as it should be. They, people still think of marketing through video. And even when, even when they go to our landing page and they look through it and they sign up for it, they, they, they'll send out a mass email with their marketing video in it. Rather than using it as a communication tool, they use it as just purely a marketing tool and a mass email. And you don't need to- Yeah, break down the difference. Like, like explain exactly like how, what would be the, the best way to use this product? Yeah, so you don't need BombBomb to to create a marketing video and mass email it out to your sphere of influence. You don't need it to do that at all. The reason why you would need something like BombBomb or want to use something like like BombBomb is if you want to replace plain typed out text for a video message. So you can add clarity, you can speak with tone and emotion, you can respond to that new lead and connect with that new lead. You can record your screen and yourself and send it to a colleague if you want to show them how to do something. Uh, it is for communication. And if you look at it as a better way to present your authentic self and to build connection when you can't be there in person, that's where you need bomb bomb because you need a quick and easy way. Because you can go right now, you can record a video of yourself. You can upload it to YouTube, take that video on YouTube, go into your email, paste the video in there. If you want to get fancy, put the thumbnail in, hyperlink the URL and send it out. No one wants to do that 20 times, 10 times, 15 times a day. If someone emails me something and it's a complex answer, 
there's a 0% chance that I'm going to sit there and type out a three paragraph email, nor do I want to call them at a lot of time. A lot of times I want to give them the answer. Right. Yep. And so I hit the record button in my Gmail app or, you know, in Outlook or wherever you're, you're using it. I hit the record button and I just speak and I say, Justin or Andros, that, that, that was a, that was a great question. Let me provide the answer. Number one, number two, number three. If you have any more questions, get back to me. And I just speak the answer. And just like you said, when you received the video yesterday, there was a connection that, that was built that text on the screen simply does not do. If, if your next guest says, oh, thanks, enjoying, you know, looking forward to being on the show. You don't, when you can't put a face to the name, and, you know, and I'm droning on, but there's an awesome article called the epidemic of facelessness, it's, it was in the New York Times. And basically it says that human beings don't recognize each other as human beings until they see each other's face. And you can, you can think about that in your own day to day. If, if you read an article and it's polarizing and you go to the bottom and people are just venomous towards one another and they're saying things that they would never say if they were face to face because they don't recognize the human on the other side Twitter, of the Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and and you know when I when I saw when I when I saw your face and I heard the message, uh, my immediate so reaction, bad, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, it, my immediate reaction was, oh, how neat, right? And that's that's like that was the first thing that came to my mind. Oh, how neat. Well, one of the so, things that I, one of the things that I talk about um, on the show before is that all sales eventually go to the human to human connection level. Correct. Like you're not gonna you can you could use all these fancy tools of digital marketing to create the lead. But ultimately, it's really rare you're going to sell, especially a high-end program. You might be able to sell maybe up to $1,000 tops, really. But if somebody hasn't seen your face, like, and it could be like a live, even a live webinar or something like that could do the trick, because mm -hmm. but they're seeing your face that way. Um, but if you want to sell like a high-end program, they're not selling those programs through automation. They're selling those programs yeah. through individual calls or individual, you know, it could be video messaging back and forth. It needs to be personalized, but um, those kind of things are getting sold that way. So uh, what I like about digital marketing is that it's a way of kind of cultivating leads and then breaking it down into a more personal connection over time, uh, which I think your tool lends itself well for doing. Let yeah. Me, yeah. yeah that, I mean, that's and, and that's the point. Building connections, relationships is one of our core values. You know, relationships matter if you believe in you know, relationships over over transactions. Uh, you know, video is going to be a good tool for you. Yeah. Absolutely. And, 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 and I, I, and it's, it's, it's kind of hard because we're so accustomed to the email, right? Just like shooting up an email, shooting up a text, but yeah, it's, it is far more personal to, uh, uh, to have a personal email where someone's looking directly at the camera, which feels like they're looking directly at me. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that's the problem. I mean, the problem with email is us marketers came in and messed it all up and 95% of your email inbox is, are impersonal emails created by a robot that was sent out for a mass but, mailing. But I use and a it, first name field. That's so personal, right? It's so, yeah. So, so that's personalized. So there's a difference between personalized and personal. And so anybody can personalize it and the recipients know when an email is personalized. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm doing this pro, uh, project and it's just fun because it's it's timely right now the beginning of the year you know i started i always start my day with with gratitude um, nice. and, and i listen to podcasts like a madman in general and so i'm like you know what like i listen to it we live in an amazing time where i can listen to the smartest people on the planet and they can give me tips on how to do my job better like 
and no other time on this planet could could you have access to that those type of people. So I was like, yeah. I'm going to listen to these podcasts. And rather than just saying, oh, great, and, and use that, I'm going to thank the person. And so I'm doing a gratitude project, and I'm emailing CMOs, CEOs, founders of companies, authors of books that are being interviewed on these podcasts. And I'm reaching out and I'm saying, hey, thank you so much. Here are the two things that I learned from your podcast today, and here's how I'm going to use it in my business. And I do it in a minute video or less. And so I have a 72% response rate. Response. Wow. wow. Why? That's really incredible. Because it's about the recipient, right? And they know it. And the way that, and, and we can go over some of these tips. If you're going to email someone, they need to know, going back to the marketing spam, they need to know that your email's in the 5% of personal communication. And it's hard to convey that if there's only text, because people know that text can be subbed in unless it's really, really personal info. Yeah. And there's strategies that you can use, like with the whiteboard strategy to, to write someone's name on it. And that's what I do. I write pictures or their name. I emailed the CMO of Salesforce and I wrote her name and I drew a picture of a Kodak camera and a Starbucks cup of coffee because that's what she talked about. Held it up. That video was played nine times, nine times. Because I reached out and I said, here are the two things I learned. Here's how it's going to help my business. Thank you so much. I'm just reaching out to say thank you. And so that personalization and getting past the noise of all the marketing that's in an e email inbox, video allows you to do that. Well, yeah, it, also separates you, you, it separates you from the pack because you're you're creating like a sense of reciprocity because it looks yeah. like it looks like you went above and beyond and you did all this extra work to do this. And maybe you I mean, you kind of did, but you, you also are just leveraging technology. So they're like uh, in the sense of like Robert Cialdini influence book. Um, one of the laws is law of reciprocity. So when yep. you can when you can make somebody feel a little bit more indebted because you went above and beyond, they're going to be more likely to respond. And that response rate is ridiculous. That's extremely high. So yeah. um, I just want if you're listening to this and you don't know what an average response rate is, that is very, very, very high. That's like, I, I mean, open rates that are good are around like 15 percent is considered great. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Two and a half is average. And, and you know, it's also uh, Dale Carnegie in uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People uh, said that the sweetest sound of anyone's uh, mm -hmm. that anyone could hear is the sound of their own name. And, and so this this uh, lets that happen. So first of all, I, I, I got a, I got a couple of questions here. Uh, first one being that that are you marketing the product to the Americas or is this a global product? No, we we have customers all over the world. Yeah. And do you? But do you do most of your marketing targeting America, or do you do some marketing uh, like in in different parts of Europe or UK or? We, most of our marketing is targeted to North North America, but um, I went to Spain for an event recently, and that was fun. Uh, not not that recently, not in this not in this time. But, yeah, uh, six months ago when when you're allowed to travel. In the um, time before, yeah. the, the time before the Great Plague, whatever this is. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so so let me ask you this question: How are you? Because one of the things I noticed on LinkedIn is that there's there's a lot of there were there were there were some people there still are some people using the coronavirus as some sort of sales tool like the coronavirus special you're home alone right now so yeah. you could buy this toy that will give you gratification 
you know, those types of ads yep. I'm getting all the time. Yep. Uh, but, uh, uh, but and, and, and a lot of people find this very, very off-putting. So how are you, have you changed your marketing over the past few weeks? Um, we have changed, we've changed our marketing to be sure that we're not tone deaf. Mm -hmm. yeah. And looking at what we were already doing, so it's not, we haven't started on the, well, we have started on the new, that's, that's, we've started on the new, but the first step was to look at the old and to make sure that your ads and everything that's going out from a marketing perspective isn't tone deaf. Because if you're talking about, we have this product, it's a, it's a separate product specifically for real estate agents, where we send out content for real estate agents to their sphere of influence. And um, we were like, oh my God, we need to stop that because the next email that was going out was like, it's spring, it's summer and flowers. <laughs> and it's like, that is tone deaf. Like, yeah. <laughs> we can't do that. Um, so now we're, we're creating, yes, we are creating messaging because our product works really well for remote workers that need to communicate with colleagues that need to communicate with customers, past clients. The best way that where people are seeing a lot of positive interaction with BombBomb and even sales is they are just reaching out to check on their customers. A one-to-one 30-second -one, video, you can record 40 of these you know, in an hour, reach out to your best customers and just say, hey, I just wanted to personally reach out to you, you know, and, and I hope your family's doing well. I hope you, know, you add that personal element 30 seconds in. You'll be amazed at what that does for the relationship for the longevity to reduce churn, just knowing that you're thinking about the other person while not trying to sell anything on that yeah. first. On that and, I, and I think in the, in the wake of the current environment, and I, I mean, I have a client that um, was set to start a launch like days after, you know, the shutdown started happening. And we, we actually are, we actually are still doing it, but we've completely rewritten the copy. Yeah. And like, we have to, we have to adjust things. I mean, changing offers, like, and I, I don't want to go into too much detail, um, but it's the, I mean, the idea is we have to, we have to be very cautious about the tone that we're using. I mean, we can't, we can't use the automated stuff that was set to go out because none of that's going to fly anymore. Um, and we have to be, you know, show empathy to, to people that are going through some really hard times right now. And, and I think in this, in this, uh, in the current era that we're in, I mean, personalization and like companies that are reaching out to their clients, whether it's with personal video, like what you can offer or with like sending cards and thank you, you know, thank you things and just kind of showing that they care are going to, at the very least, they're going to position themselves for success later on. Because some people are just not going to be spending money in this kind of environment. And that's the right. reality. And some people still will. There yeah. are, I mean, we're not, I'm not saying everybody's not, but I'm saying yep. there will be a retraction for a, for a chunk of the population is going to retract. And, but what, what we have the opportunity for right now is um, create audiences because there's more attention online than ever right now. Um, so we can put out content, create audiences, and then take that audience and try to personalize the relationship using a tool like BombBomb or, or private video or person, anything personalized is where I see the opportunity. And we don't need to necessarily be pitching people products right now, but we need to be cultivating relationships for when the economy does turn around that those they're first in line when yeah. they're in a position to do it. Well said. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so what are the what are the, what are some of the other sort of um, uh, ways that you could use uh, like video messaging to your advantage? So, you know, you laid out a couple of them, and you you actually wrote a book about this subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a uh, rehumanize your your business: how personal videos accelerate sales and improve customer experience. Mm. Um, 
and you can Good title. You know, yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks. And so it's it's a very timely title uh, right now. We just made our second printing, which is great. It's uh, published by Wiley, uh, and it's it's been doing really well, and sales have been even picking up, even though it's we launched it last April. Hmm. But uh, you have a video version of the book. Yeah, <laughs> we do. And so people are like, "Are you guys idiots? Why did you write a book about video?" And so that was a common question that 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 we got. Um, and so the the answer to that is the the book was always meant to be a companion to the landing page, which had all the videos. And so there's a time and place for video. There's a time and place for text. If I want to go and I want to see the top 10 times video beats text, I don't want to forward through five hours of video to find that segment. I want to go to page uh, 81 and start flipping through the 10 times that Mm-hmm. video beats text so I can reference it quickly. And so we put half the information in the book so you can reference it. You can look up strategies, tactics, and ideas. And then the other half of it is actually seeing the videos and 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 interacting with our companion website. So it always was meant to be a... On that same a- note, though, I mean, if you want to build your customer base, you want to reach people that aren't currently using video. And those people are going to be reading books. So <laughs> books. I mean, it's kind of like it reminds me of... It reminds me of Facebook, um, you know, toward after they got to like 2 billion people, they started running legacy media, like television ads and going targeting like 60 plus year olds and talking about like right. seeing their grandkids because they know these are the, these are the people that are not on Facebook. And now we have to pitch them on how we can get them on there. So, I mean, I, I see there's a, there's a reason you want to go to different media sources. If you want to attract different audience segments. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that was your intention, but I mean, I just think that it, it makes sense to have a book. So. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That was so, your intention. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good plan. Great plan. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of the, the things that you have in the, in the book that kind of goes over the benefits of, of using video for messaging? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we, we start off the book with, with why video, uh, and and how video is a much more natural way to communicate. And then we go into the when to use video. Uh, and those are all the opportunities, like a new lead comes in and you have a cold lead. You want to do an appointment confirmation, uh, provide an update, you know, a process update, birthdays, uh, sharing gratitude, uh, bad news. See, I mean, I remember off the top of my head, but bad, but bad news is a super, super interesting time to use video mm-hmm. because in general, face-to-face communication is always the best. It trumps everything, right? Like if you had the opportunity to teleport and be face-to-face and someone would stand there with you, you would do that if you could, right? Like you would teleport there, you would do it because you know you're better in person, you would close more deals in person, et cetera. I would close more deals because I could teleport. And you would just be like, I don't care what you're selling, I'm going to buy it. The effective management right there. Sell the teleportation, that was probably, yeah. Um, but but the only thing that that is not as good in person, or at least to start off the conversation, is an apology or bad news. And here's the reason why. Bad news is much, is much more psychologically compelling. We talk about this in the book. When you get bad news, your brain can't process it as quickly as all the other type of, of news or stimuli that, that your brain can, can access. And so, and you've seen, you guys seen this happen where you deliver bad news to somebody and one of two things happens. They either sit there and they're quiet and they don't know what to say because they're still processing or B, they fly off the handle and they're like, this is blah, blah, blah. And they're all pissed off. And, and so usually it's, it's one of those two things, 
But a great method to use is you send out you send out a video delivering the bad news and then also piggybacking on a possible solution. And so I'd say, hey, Justin, you know, I am so sorry that we uh, used your credit card to buy tons of products. <laughs> you know, we really didn't mean that. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, and and then you go into the apology. One, they get to hear the sincerity, sincerity in your voice. Two, the emotion. Three, you're showing that that you have a plan forward. But four, here's the most important part. It gives them time to process. And so at the end of your video, you would say, I'm going to give you a call later on this afternoon at four o'clock or five o'clock, and we can go through what you would like to, you know, what you would like to do next. Uh, and so those three hours in between or four hours in between, this person had a chance to really listen to your message, truly understand why you were saying what you were saying, give them time to get mad or get angry and then dial down a bit. And then you have a phone call, a video chat, a face-to-face -face meeting, and it's going to go 10 times better than if they were expecting or you are expecting a response by telling them and then immediately waiting for a response on how they would like to proceed because it doesn't go that well. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's brilliant. So, well, let me ask you this question because you mentioned that that you know you you have a you have a paid service, uh, but you uh, you said you mentioned before we started that you actually will give this platform to educators for free. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Bomb Bomb's core mission is is rehumanize. That's the rehumanize your business. We also want to rehumanize the the planet and that's a that's a lofty goal we do it a number of different ways obviously very small right now uh, but one of the ways is through teachers and so we give our product out for free to teachers and or uh, we have a way of giving out to nonprofits as well that are helping dehumanize people from from all over the world uh, but we just built out our teachers website um, bombbomb.com education and teachers can go there use their school address. Uh, and then sign up and they get the full platform for free, awesome. especially teachers teaching remotely right now, which is even more important. And we're seeing you know, thousands and thousands of hours of videos being sent to students and teachers getting face to face and explaining those complex topics in videos. Uh, and it's been so great to to see how teachers are using the product. Can you explain the user experience with BombBomb for the listeners here? So like when somebody gets an email that's sent through BombBomb, what does that look like? I mean, it's going to look like a standard headline. Just kind of explain like how that how that user experience goes. And, yeah. and also, how does that differ from like like the because you mentioned also that there were different ways to send video that really don't cost anything. So yeah. give us the give us kind of the comparative uh, on that as well. Yeah. So we went through like the YouTube method, mm -hmm. of course, which is you know recording something using the video recorder of your choice, uploading it to YouTube, taking the URL, pasting the URL, or if you want to pull the graphic and then hyperlink the URL, you <laughs> and can put, you know, and put the play button on the graphic and all that. Yeah. <laughs> put the play button on and then make it sure it's private because again, if you want to use it consistently for one-to-one -one communication, yeah. like it's just, if you want to do that a few times, then do that. That's fine. If you plan on rehumanizing your business and sending more video communication, you're not going to want to do that every time. And that's where BombBomb Bomb comes in. So the record button, I use Gmail, so I'll speak to it from Gmail, uh, but you can use any email account. In my Gmail, there's a record and a record screen button in the Gmail platform now. And so, which we could talk about record screen in a moment, but I'll, I'll hit record. It turns on my camera immediately. I hit the record button one more time when I'm ready. 
It records me. I record my message, send out the thank you message, et cetera, communicate with the new lead, and I hit stop. Shows the video right there in, in front of me. I hit save and it drops it into the body of my email compose window where I can type in text around that, which we recommend that people you know, tell someone why they should watch your video. It's another tip. Just don't put a video on there and expect that they're going to watch it. You know, tell them what's in the video. And so send that out. BombBomb also does tracking and analytics. So I know when people open my email, when they click the link, when they played my video, uh, and I get push notifications. I get it on my mobile device because you can record videos right from your mobile device if you're traveling um, or right there in my Gmail. And I can see who's playing. And then I get a notification that said, so-and-so played your video, 98% or played 98% of your video or nice. 100% of your video. Or so you get analytics on it, though, which is yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. Now, doesn't, really, doesn't it also do like a, a GIF animation? Like when you open the email, doesn't it start? Yeah. To, it does like a GIF animation, which those are very popular. I mean, they're very effective in email marketing right now. Um, when you could have like a little bit of it, it's not the full video that's going to play inside the email, but it, it's like a, an animation. And then when they click on that, is it a, it's like a pop up, right? Or how, how does it how does it exactly play when they yes. click? Yes. So when they click on it, so animated GIF there, that's your opportunity to get that attention like we were talking about. Yeah. Hold up a whiteboard, write someone's name on it. There's a lot of cool – we could talk about the, the tuned method for attention um, to get attention in your videos there. But once someone clicks on it, they go to a page. And on that page, you, you have a couple of choices. You can have your logo up on the top um, or you can have your, your – we have a logo and a CTA option as well. So you can build a CTA directly into the video. I didn't do it on the one that I sent to you guys. But if I, if I was reaching out to somebody and I want them to visit a particular landing page, I'll say, click on the CTA below and it will pop up, you know, in the uh, in the video right there, which is cool. I have uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, you know, on the top there for people to, to click on through. They can reply right underneath the video and type in a message or they can heart it and call that a reaction. Um, and they could do that right there. So, so it is, it, it is an experience where, you know, part of the problem with YouTube or Vimeo is there's a bunch of marketing for all the other videos around your video, there's distractions. So now your message is with the, your, you as the messenger is with the message. Now, one of the things with your platform though, is that, so you're not actually like an email service provider. You're not, you're not the one that's sending the emails. You are like a plugin for other email services. Is that accurate? Because like you, you're talking about integrating with yeah. Gmail. So I, I just want to, um, I, and I, maybe I'm, I, I want to be clear on this. So, um, can yeah. they, can they, you, if they can't, are you like a email? Are you able to do like email blasts? Uh, are you running on the backbone or something like Gmail or how, how does that work? Yeah, so we, we have three separate products. Uh, we have a product called BombBomb Video, which is a Gmail plugin with an extension. Okay. And you can use it through the extension or use it through Gmail, uh, you know, 30, 30 bucks a month for, for that one. But then we do have an ESP. You know, we are an email service provider. Awesome, yeah. um, and we have a platform. So if you're looking for more than one-to-one -one video and you're looking to send mass emails or you're looking to put together video automations or drips, um, we have it's for it's not for large businesses, you know, huge businesses it's for small business owners um, that want basic email functionality. And I actually was using constant contact when I switched over to BombBomb back in 2011 as my main email provider. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how I began using them. And then we have a product that's specific for mortgage and real estate. So uh, I, I, I want to go back a little bit just and, and do something a bit more broad, because uh, and talk about your duties as a CMO. Mm -hmm. 
I'd like to find out, like, what what is your day to day sort of like? How how do you plan your day, your week, your month? Like, go over the marketing plan. Like, what what is your process? So, we, so I'll start with the quarter. So we do quarterly rocks, and those quarterly rocks are based off of the company rocks, which we also do quarterly, and then we do annually as well. And so we have main thrusts for the year. We break down those thrusts into quarterly rocks. And then after we have the five company quarterly rocks, then we create marketing rocks from those. What are the main initiatives? Now, of course, marketing has a certain level of like baseline level of activities that that you're going to do no matter what. Those stay in place. But the rocks are like the the newer initiatives. Now, we have more this quarter than than we've had before. We had as many as 11. That's way too much. Um, We try to get it down to like four and we did, but. But then we're still doing other things and just not talking about it in our meetings, which I'll go over the cadence for that. Um, so we have we have seven this quarter for or for April, May, and June coming up, um, and and so those rocks are what we talk about in a weekly marketing meeting. Each rock has KPIs associated with it, so we have our key performance indicators, and every rock is 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 extremely smart. You know, we have smart goals set. Like there is a number or a timeline or, you know, an asset that will be produced. Um, so everyone, it's very clear if, if the person hit the rock. Now, after we do the, and create the seven marketing rocks, we assign tasks and owners for, you know, for those rocks. Um, and so different people on the team will lead it up. They're not responsible for doing all the work. They're responsible for making sure that the work gets done. Do you use a project management software? We do, yeah, yeah. So, Wait, what do you use? Uh, we use Asana, and, and and we also have Confluence. Okay, don't know Confluence. I know Asana. Um, how how big are how big is the company now? I mean, is it like eight figures? I mean, maybe you don't have to tell, like how how big? Uh, what kind of revenue are you generating? Or last year? Let's say not before the before the great <laughs> incident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to give a. And, well, you know, I mean, I mean, you're not a public company, are, right? Just a rough like. We are well, well, well into eight figures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, we grew a lot over the past two years. We made a beachhead in real estate and mortgage first, and that's where we focused all of our marketing efforts. And that's where you know we we have our stake in the ground. We have you know sixty integrations, and over the past couple of years, we started branching out um, and using the same philosophy of relationships and connections in those industries to pick new industries to go after, and we incorporate you know ABM techniques, account-based marketing techniques to, to reach out yeah. to certain lists and make sure sales and marketing is aligned. Is that, and, the, is that the growth goal right now is to just take it into different verticals, different industries, or like what's the, what, what, I mean, going into the year again, like let's just take the virus out of it for now. Like what was the, the what was the end of the strategy, like the basic strategy, the baseline? Well, the, the virus is messing us up because everyone's just like without us doing anything. It's like for, to, to know fault or benefit of our own, people are just signing up and buying it now. So because they need remote communication tools. Um, So so we'll see how the the plans actually, you know, actually work out. Um, But I'm sorry, go uh, repeat your question again. My my main question was the strategy kind of of growing the company this year, like coming into 2020, were you were you Um, looking to just branch out into different verticals? Was that kind of the the strategy coming up? Or what was the strategy on that, like your growth strategy coming in? Yeah, so so there's multiple facets to it, of course, uh, finding our best fit customers within the verticals that we've already 
that, that we're already in, mm-hmm. you know, because like any other company, you experience churn. And there's some people that that are truly meant for video. And there's some people that that aren't without a ton of work. And do we want to be putting in, you know, a ton of work to save people or go after our best fit customers right off the bat? And the yeah. best fit customers are obviously easy. So part of that is identifying uh, our best fit customers within, ins- we call them solopreneurs, within insurance, real estate, financial services, hmm. uh, automotive, which is a little bit of a stretch for that one, but, um, and <laughs> use then, car salesman. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we have, uh, and then we have our new initiatives and we call it our mid market initiatives with, because we've been getting so many people, uh, with inside sales teams and CS, we have an awesome Zendesk integration. Okay, cool. And so mm-hmm. inside sales teams, uh, marketing teams and CS teams have just been signing up for, for the product. Um, and so now we have a more concerted effort to speak to team leaders and team dynamics. We built in this. It's so cool to see it with the teachers. We built in this like leaderboard dashboard that shows like your team members who's sending video, how many they did. Are they up or down from last week? They're face to face time. Like if you connect it to Salesforce, we you can make some killer reports with how much face time your salespeople and marketers had with that particular prospect, you know, with that wow. opportunity that's cool. and, and does that affect the velocity of the deal? As a sales manager, that's great data to have for your team. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. I had a question because one of the other things I've seen with bomb bomb and, and the way I first heard about you was through your referral partner, your referral partner program or whatever you affiliate program, uh, whatever yeah. you call it. Um, I'm connected to Bruce Waterman, who you may know, cause I know he has, he's, he brought you a lot of business. I don't know how much business he's brought you, but <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you know who he is or not. Um, but he, he's like one of your biggest fans. And so I've heard about the company through him. And, um, and that's, that's initially how I had kind of become familiar with it. So when, when uh, you, when I, we heard that you were going to be on the show, so I, I had, I'd been pretty familiar with what you guys did. How, how big of a component though, is that affiliate program as far as like adding to the the bottom line? Like, is that, has that something that's, that you focused on? Is that like an air, is that also one of the areas of growth or is that something that's just kind of like a bonus that has not been like a core focus? Yeah, yeah, Justin, it's a, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to say that we did a great <laughs> job with that. Uh, I can't say that mm-hmm. with good conscience. Um, it's a, it's more of a, of a bonus right now. Um, you know, every, what gets focused on gets, gets done. And, and so we had people take on that role and, you know, come in and out of that position and have that on their scorecard. Scorecards are, extremely important to our marketing team with clearly identified roles and goals for everyone, not just the marketing rocks, but like, what are your day-to-day uh, metrics look like? How are you being measured? Um, and and that one always just seemed to fall off the, the guide <laughs> yeah. rail. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, uh, so kind of what, what's, what's next as far as like, you see, you said you see a tremendous amount of growth right yeah. now. Uh, and you know, it's interesting because I, I put, a um, uh, for one of my clients, they were having some trouble converting people and getting them to have inquiries on their, uh, contact page. So I put a chat bot and the chat bot really helped yeah. people respond to the chat bot way more. In fact, hardly anyone uses the email form anymore. Uh, so, uh, you know, obviously this is a great way to interact with, with potential customers. But do you see this as being something that that more and more it's going to be required to really see and talk to your clients and customers and, and set up a more video 
sort of chat. Are we are we becoming more of a of a uh, a visual species and less of a text based yeah. species? Yeah, I don't think we ever were a text based. That's a good question because I, I don't think we ever were a text based species, and that's why you're seeing a push in every platform out there for video. Now, video is more time intensive. And Justin, I love what you said earlier uh, about reciprocity and giving your time because it's a, that's a two-way street. If you give someone your time, they feel, that's why you get more replies with video because mm -hmm. they feel the need, time being the most valuable asset to give it back. But also you need to worry about, am I droning on for five minutes in a video because I'm taking someone's time and, and you got to provide that, that value, you know, that that balance there. Um, and so, so I, I do think it is a, a, a balance of people moving towards video at the right time, the right place for the right instances um, over, over text. Yeah. Yeah. So, so where, where do you see kind of the future of marketing go? Well, first of all, before I, I hit that, uh, I'm just curious, what ad platforms are you using generally to advertise BombBomb Bomb and, and try and acquire new business? Yeah, uh, Google PPC, of course, people searching for things like video email. And, um, and we get a lot of brand searches as well. A lot of our traffic is organic because of the amount of training content that that we put out. Um, but we do run Facebook ads. They they don't perform. You know, Facebook is, isn't there's not intent on Facebook, right? Um, Facebook, people are there to, to speak with their, their friends and family members. Um, and if you have great valuable information, you know, it's a, it's a good place to, to run ads, but you know, we, we can convert, we see a low CPC, a low uh, cost per acquisition, you know, on, on Google, it's higher, you know, on Facebook. You know, in, I think I think now is a good time to no longer give money to that evil corporation. Just <laughs> my own, I'm from unbiased point of view. Uh, okay, well we've got to wrap up the show here, but but uh, uh, tell us what uh, where people can find you, where, like how they could try out the platform, yeah. how you know maybe maybe like uh, any other information you want to give out. Yeah, sure. Um, so people can go to bombbomb.com to, to go check out the platform. We have a 14 day free trial. There's no credit card required. So we're not going to like bill you after you forget that you didn't use it or something, nice. you know, something like that. <laughs> so, so yeah, you just, just give it a run, see how it works. Um, so that's pretty easy. Go check out the book. You know, if you're interested, you know, some of the biggest deals that we just did recently were people that bought the book at the airport. They were traveling. Um, a primo, I don't know if you're familiar with them, um, but uh, the their CMO was traveling in Pittsburgh, saw the book, bought it, and oh, nice. uh, <laughs> and then signed up their, their whole team. And so if you're interested in like how video would work, this is not a book about bomb bomb. This is a book about doing video communication correctly. Um, and then you can decide how you would like to execute that. Because, of course, we have competitors out there. But this is what we believe that sets us apart, because we believe at our core that we're teachers. And there's a lot to learn with video communication. Um, you can't just go and record a video and expect people are going to watch it. You know, there's a lot of nuance to it. And so we teach that in the book. So go check it out. You can buy it on Amazon, Rehumanize Your Business. If you want to connect with me, you can just hop on LinkedIn. Um, Steve or Steve N, sorry, on LinkedIn, S T E P H E N, Passanelli, P A C I N E L L I. So for marketers, nice, for marketers right now, uh, let's talk about 
the current circumstances, coronavirus going on right now. We're recording this yeah. on March twenty fourth, twenty twenty. So we're right in the we're right in the heat of it. Uh, we're, I'm in lockdown here in California. Where, where are you? I, I didn't catch where you were. Where are you, Stephen? Out of uh, Philadelphia. You're in Philadelphia. Okay, and you're not in lockdown yet, right? Official. The state's not. No, we we pretty yeah we are all non essential businesses are are okay. closed. It is, but what I what I wanted to get sorry I just wanted to I was curious, but yeah. uh, what I wanted to get to is if we have let's say like solopreneurs, smaller businesses around up probably up to about a million dollars in revenue, if they want to try out Bomb Bomb, what, what's like what's the first thing that you recommend they do to get the most value out of it and and really and kickstart and given today's circumstances too. Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Justin, and and this is it's going to sound lame. Like, oh, that doesn't sound sexy or or fun. But the first thing you should do, sign up for BombBomb for your free trial and start sending videos to your customers, checking in on them. To existing, yeah. Yeah, to to your existing customers. Yes, if you do get a lead coming through, you want to send a a video to them as well. Introduce yourself, humanize your company, show that you're there, show that you care. Uh, But just reaching out to past clients right now is so important with, with, with a genuine want to make sure that they are okay. Um, that would be the first place that, that I start. You send two videos a day, three videos a day to your past customers, and you'll be amazed at the conversations that start and whether they buy or upgrade or renew you know, today or not for two months like you were talking about. Plant the seeds of your relationships right now. Plant the seeds right now. Think to the future. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, this is one of the things that that uh, I totally recommend during this time. Just reach out to clients and just ask people how they are uh, and and actively just listen. Like, how are you? Like, yeah. really, how are you doing? You know, because uh, it's it's a nice thing to just hear that people are yeah. trying to reach out when we can't have that real face to face connection. I mean, this is, you know, doing this type of video uh, messaging, I think is definitely the future yeah uh, and, and the human so, the, i just want to add to your point andres the, the humanization aspect we, we've been talking about this since before this uh before the virus really took hold that, that yeah. we're moving into a customer-centric kind of business model uh like the 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 model of business is kind of being flipped on its head where the customers have more power than they've ever had before and they have the ability yeah. to choose between a multiple good quality vendors i mean they have they yeah. have options now that they didn't really in the past there was only a few that were really good at what they do there's a lot of people that are good at what they do but it's who who is actually taking care of the customer so we've talked about a number of different things but i think video and personalization is one of them i mean even like things like direct mail have had a little bit of a resurgence because they're mm-hmm. you're reaching out and you're showing you care and as long as you're doing it right you're not we're not talking about blasting direct yeah. mail we're talking about sending direct mail to your customers that shows like thank you cards and things like that um so i I just wanted to yeah we've just been it's a theme that we've had going into the year and i think now given what's happening it's even more important so and and it's going to accelerate that that uh that switch yeah if you want to make an emotional connection it's uh, i know you had christopher lockhead on your show Um, awesome chickens he loves chickens so I, uh, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know Christopher Lockhead. I sent him a video uh, after I read his book, Play Bigger, mm-hmm. as a thank you, part of the gratitude. Um, I wish I had a copy of his, his email. I do a screen share and, and show you. His response was all in caps. And it said, holy shit, Steve, that was the best email I've ever received. Thank <laughs> you. And it was a paragraph that he wrote back to me. Just for me saying thank you, like your book was awesome. Here's how I'm going to use what I learned from you, and and that's the like to 
to button up this, this segment, that's the emotion, like just reaching out and thanking people and being grateful for your customers, being grateful for people you've interacted with, your family members, being grateful for your employees. Sending those videos right now is more important than ever. And you'll get responses just like I got from Christopher Lockhead. Yeah. Uh, and you'll get responses. And, that, and that's that. a busy guy. I mean, you know, he, he exited a Five, he had a $5 billion exit from a company. I mean, he's running one of the top podcasts in marketing. I mean, he's a busy guy. So you got his, his what you did got the attention of somebody that's, that's very busy and not only got their attention, but like really got their attention. Yeah. So it's powerful. Yeah. That's a powerful thing. Yeah. Well, especially because if, if you're intercon, if you're using this on say LinkedIn, uh, like, I mean, how many times do I get, hello, sir, I, my company does this, mm-hmm. you know, SEO, <laughs> you know, web building thing. Yeah. And we would love, do you have any needs for us? It's like, man, I, I like, please don't do that to me. Please yeah. don't. At, at, the very, at the very least, personalize the first sentence at the very least, yeah. personalize the first yeah. sentence. You could template the rest. I mean, that's not ideal, but it's, it's better than if, if it's, if it's fully templated, I can recognize it in five seconds is like, and I'll just ignore it. <laughs> yeah. This is what we call leaping the grand Canyon because everybody gets that, that LinkedIn request where they're asking for the appointment. They're asking for the meeting yeah. in the very first email. So funny so yeah. you need to build the bridge across the Canyon, not just try to leap it. And so that first, that's why that reaching out and just being like, Hey, I read your post. Hey, I read your PDF. Uh, hey, I liked what you said on LinkedIn on, on such and such. And just, Leave it at that and let them respond and then start slow, like make it three touches. Like, does it, it, it doesn't, yeah, that's really going to work on one touch. Yep. Yeah. Well, this is great, man. Well, I definitely, it, it, it gave me a small paradigm shift on how to reach out to clients and how to do this type of interaction. We don't think about this stuff normally because we're so in our, in our little tunnel of like email and maybe a zoom call, but this is a whole kind of new level so uh, I really appreciate just the, uh, you know, the, the, the small paradigm shift. Yeah. Uh, but before we go, uh, we're now going to do the lightning round. What are you geeky about right now, man? What are you, what's your, what's your thing? Um, uh, yeah, I, I like a lot of geeky stuff. You can see old cameras here yeah. behind me because you guys can, can see me. I collect old cameras. Uh, I love, I started meditating a year and a half ago and been mm, all nice. in a Wim Hof if you, like Iceman, like cold showers, cold therapy, mm. like pick, pick any of the geeky things. Cause like, I, I like trying new things mm-hmm. in general. I tried the cold uh, showers for a while. It's supposed to, it's supposed to boost your mitochondria because of you, your body thinks you're dying. And, yes. it, <laughs> yes. um, and, and I stopped, but it, it is, it did work. It's just like, it's just, it's painful. It's painful. I'm one year <laughs> in to, to Wim Hof cold showers. So I'm fully cold the whole time. Ice cold. How, how long, how long? So wait, how, are you taking the full shower like that? The full, the oh, okay. full I was doing like one, I would, I would like count it down. Uh, yeah. I've tried it. I'm like a cat when it comes to cold water, man. I mean, I'm I'm just like, no, no. I it, it wakes you up. No it wakes you up. There's no denying it that. It, it hasn't. It yeah. So does so does a kick in the nuts. It's true. But, great, uh, great, great, great point. Honor, great day, point. You know, I I uh, there. So I I try to move up to it, but I'm just I'm really bad when it comes to cold water. So look, uh, let me maybe. let me ask. This is just bonus question. Uh, you know. Um, Buy or sell in the stock market right now? <laughs> uh, I'm, I mean, if you're asking what I'm actually doing, right? I'm, not, not advice. I don't, don't give advice because we don't want to risk that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, and this could be totally wrong, but you know, it's 
I think we're, pre- I hope we're pretty close. I'm buying. Yeah. Are you buying like distressed industries like airlines and cruises? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, I yeah. put some money in. I'm just, I'm curious, like what people are doing. Carnival. But- really? Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I think the, I think the cruise industry is going to be. Well, I, I think they're going to get bailed out is what I think. So yeah, I mean, I'm just bringing it up. You know, we'll see. By the time mm-hmm. this airs, we might look like, we might look very foolish. Or we might look brilliant. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Chances are you're going to look foolish. I've never, I've never been that great in that realm. So don't oh, mean, no, like trust that. me. Like uh, I probably it's cursed not. it by investing. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, everything that Justin has ever invested in on this show has bellied up. Every single thing. It's hysterical. If if Justin gives you a stock tip, go the other yeah, way. Yeah. Short, you know, short it. Short it. I got, yeah. I got a question about, about your old cameras because uh, uh, we're doing a, a Squadcast a video call, but obviously a podcast is not video. Uh but uh what uh do you use do you still get film for those? Do you or are they just kind of you like them or yeah most of these are are film like this is the first camera that i ever got i got this as a kid my dad bought it for me um for photography class i took in seventh grade so this was they still make film so oh yeah yeah they still make film and uh eventually i want to do like a a dark room and go again that's super geeky they still make Uh, they still make toilet paper too andros believe it or not yeah. Really? <laughs> it's crazy. You never see it anywhere. Just, it doesn't. It doesn't get sold anywhere. But they exist. I've just been using yeah. copies of my uh, of our user reviews for uh, the podcast, <laughs> which is weird because it's on my cell phone. So I. That's so Steve, Stephen, how long how long have you been involved with like uh, geeky about cameras? Is that something you've been doing for a long time? Or yeah, really, since that very first camera in, in seventh grade, straight on through, and then I just started collecting. I, like I haven't shot with most of these. I just thought they looked cool and they were cheap at a yard sale or something like that. So I was like, Oh, put them, put them behind there. But, but photography wise, yeah, yeah, I have a ton of, I have some Canon gear still. I have a ton of Sony equipment and um, I used to shoot weddings before I had a wife and three kids and you know, on the weekends. <laughs> and and we're a chief marketing yeah. officer for a big company. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not, not anymore. I shot a, a UFC fighters. That was oh, really nice. cool. I'm a big and, fan uh, of you. I like UFC. So yeah. So, uh, Justin, what are you geeky about? Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Better Call Saul still. So I'm watching. Oh, yeah. I just watched it. We're through episode six right now and when this is airing. So I watched it last night. I got all caught up. Uh, I mean, I, I think we, we've talked about it a few times. I just watched the McMillian series on uh, HBO, which is about the Monopoly game in the 90s at McDonald's was actually rigged. Uh, or it was being it was being cheated. Uh, there, were, there was like, it had like mob ties. It was like this crazy thing. And the whole story got buried because... It came into the media, but like right around 9-11. So he just got buried because of 9-11. So no, like wow. it, got, it would have been a big story that everyone would have heard of, but it got buried. And uh, is, this is a six-part documentary on HBO. is really good. It's produced by Mark Wahlberg. He's not in it or anything, but it's just, uh, huh. it's, a, it's an interesting story. And then uh, I did go see, which I forgot to mention in a previous episode, I saw Birds of Prey, Andros, which is the, oh, Harley, really? the Harley Quinn movie. And surprisingly, and? it was very good. I was very, I came with very low expectations. And sometimes... Sometimes I overvalue movies when I do that, <laughs> but I enjoyed it quite a bit. And Ewan McGregor just was—he stole the movie, man. <laughs> well, I, I definitely, I definitely will uh, see it. Being that we uh, officially here in the Netherlands are in lockdown till around June, mm. June first. So I got plenty to do. Uh, but but with that, uh, I uh, I got two. I finally saw Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I finally oh, yeah. saw it. And it was uh, worth the wait, right? It, 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 oh my gosh. I, I gotta tell you, it was this, 
it's like it's almost like J.J. Abrams was like, well, there's no way to save this. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to have everyone run around mm-hmm. while shooting lasers and flying spaceships for the next two hours. And maybe nobody will notice that there's, there's no plot. I guess in film, and this is something I've learned recently, there's a term called like MacGuffin. And you probably know this, Andros, but a MacGuffin yeah. is like what you have to, it's an object you have to find that to get to the next object in the storyline. And so like, yeah, there's like, it's, there's it's, like a MacGuffin to get to the next MacGuffin to get to the thing yeah. in this movie. And that's what the movie's about. Yeah, like 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 uh, in Pulp Fiction, the MacGuffin was the thing in the suitcase, right? That was the MacGuffin. But but in uh, in this, it was like it was a MacGuffin to go find a MacGuffin to go find a MacGuffin, so they could get to the MacGuffin. The end. Yeah, it was. was, was, Oh man, it was. uh, What'd you think of it? What'd you think of it, Steve? Did you Uh, see it? Yes, I did. Um, I have uh, two nine-year-old boys and a six-year-old daughter, and they, my kids. Loved it because it, you know, it's just action and yeah. you know, they don't follow the the plot quite as, you know, as well. So, um, yeah, you know, eh, I liked it. I, you know, it was, it, it wasn't boring. Um, it was not my favorite. Well, so. I mean, when I saw it, I saw it in the theater and we talked about it on the show a while ago. And I, I was, I was like, I came in again, you see, I have this thing where I, if I come in with like really, really, really low expectations, sometimes yeah. I like over announce how good it is. <laughs> so I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was, yeah. it's a mess. And I said, it's a mess. And you could, there's missing, like, there's like open loops that don't get resolved. Like I remember they're like sinking in the sand and, Finn is like, Ray, I need to tell you something. And they never close that. And they never, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they never yeah, address it. So you, you could tell that this was like done in reshoots and like just, they had, right. I mean, it sounds like at one point they were doing an entirely different plot. And it, like, I think um, one, somebody intervened and like changed it in the middle of the movie or something. So oh, they, yeah. they had a whole different script. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, it just, it, here's the sad part. It's like, now we have like what, 12 Star Wars movies. Yeah. Well, and, 12, and, yeah. Yeah. 12, I think. 12 Star Wars movies. 11, 12, yeah. One was fun, and, and but not a great movie. The other one was brilliant. The third one, and I'm talking about Return of the Jedi, eh, it was okay. But really, out of that whole trilogy, there's one really superior movie. Yeah. Out of 12 movies. Uh, so, Star Wars, you're dead to me. Dead yeah, to I think me. there's 11 movies, but then there's the uh, the TV show, the whatever, Mandalorian. So, 11 movies. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. I enjoy it. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't, I didn't finish it. I have, to, I have to go back and watch it. Well, my final geek thing is that uh, I, uh, I've i been using Musician, which is uh, a great app, and I, I was learning guitar. I switched to ukulele because it's so easy. Oh, I like the little happy so, face. You got a little happy face. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a little ukulele that has a little happy face. And, you know, ukulele is such a, it's such a happy, you know. Go ahead, sing. Sing. Well, I will, I, I will, I will real premiere my, uh, my coronavirus. <laughs> we'll, do a bonus, we'll do a bonus episode just of you singing. Yeah. So with that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for, uh, Steve, thank you for being on the show, man. Go check out, uh, Bob Bob. Yeah, uh, just, you know, check it out 14 days free and see if it works for you. Stay safe out there. People don't go crazy. Uh, be productive during this time. And, uh, you know, we love you here at the Marketing Geeks. So, uh, all right, my friend. Well, stay safe. We've got uh, some amazing uh, Marketing Geeks content for you to listen to while you're stuck in your house trying to figure out your life. But that's okay, man. We will survive. We'll get past this. We always do. We'll figure it out for you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then we'll send you a personalized video message. So. <laughs> 
With that, ladies and gentlemen, Marketing Geeks out. Stay classy. Marketing Geeks, come on, bring your friends. We'll learn marketing from distant lands. On the search and end, Justin Womack, the fun will never end. It's Marketing Geeks. Marketing Geeks.